0: Hi, today I'm here with Jonathan Glenn, who's a professional artist living in Sag Harbor. Aside from that, Jonathan is a pilot and has a successful charity helping children in Haiti. Today, we're going to talk about his artistic career and how that helps his other endeavors. So Jonathan, can you tell me about when you started creating artwork? Have you always been an artist?
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I remember that I was singled out in fourth grade. And I love making ashtrays for my parents because they smoked a lot back then. But I remember clay being a miracle substance and couldn't wait to get back to school to like smooth out the clay. So art's been in my system ever since my mother was very encouraging, frame everything I made. And um, so it was a lot easier to just follow what I was good at. And I just stayed with it. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs>
0: <laughs> so, what I've is been your artistic- doing it for
1: a long time? What? So, I've been doing it for a while.
0: Uh, uh, my second question is: What is your artistic process like? Do you usually like plan out a piece, or do you just begin and then just see where it takes you?
1: So, lately, since COVID, I mean, my style's changed. I think, as you know, mm-hmm. uh, most of my. Um, a lot lot of my work had been figurative for many, many years. And then over the past two years and with a lot of time on my hands, I sort of channeled a little bit of what Jackson Pollock was doing and I started doing just pure abstract work. And so I don't really plan out a painting at all. Um, I lie flat on on a table um, and then I go up on the spiral staircase in my home and look down so I can see what I'm doing. And my goal is really to have no content whatsoever, to have it be more of a colorful, emotionally oriented, um, energetic, hopefully, uh, resolved piece. If I see a figuration in it or something that looks like something, I change it. Of course, people, when they see the paintings, they always see stuff in it. And well, that's fine with me. So it is sort of like looking at clouds. but. Um, so to answer your question, no, I don't really have a clue what I'm going to do when I start, and that's part of the process. I mean, I like, um, I was just reading about Zen Buddhism this morning, and I realized, wow, that really kind of resonates with me. I like the idea of being present and let, letting the present moment indicate, um, you know, where I'll go. Um, and then I realized it's a little fraudulent because sometimes I'll wait a few days, look at it and go, you know, that's pretty that stinks or something like that and then I'll work back in on it. But even when I work back in on it, it's sort of spontaneous and I don't really know exactly where it's going. Does that answer your question?
0: (laughs) That's the answer to my question. I was going to say my third question is connected to that, but I was going to I want to know what's your biggest inspiration and where do you draw inspiration from or who? Who do you draw inspiration from?
1: That's interesting. Well, lately, there's been no individual in my life that's been like a muse or an inspiration so usually it's whatever comes out of my head that the inspiration is weird it could be as simple as a color that oh yeah i think i'm gonna work with green (laughs) or oh yeah it's spring um or maybe it'll be how beautiful like metallic colors are gold silver bronze leaf and i just want to embed them in in a way there's an expression in japan called wabi-sabi which is the beauty in things as they change you know that expression mm-hmm. it's very cool um and it's really highly praised and prized in japan for just the way things change like the beauty of decay even and uh uh so anyway i like the that idea it makes sense to me so i like things changing Sometimes I'll crinkle up gold, silver, bronze leaf, just to make it, try to make it not ugly, but just different. You know, <laughs> it's easy to talk about it. I guess it's better to look at it, but I guess there's pictures behind me.
0: Yeah, the two behind
1: <laughs> me. Um,
0: my next question is gonna be, could you share a unique experience that you've had that you don't think you would have had if you weren't an artist? Like something cool that happened to you or like interesting people that you met through your art?
1: that's interesting. That's a good, I mean, I don't know if I have an answer for that, but let me think if anything comes to mind. Um, Well, once this this guy who was sort of a mentor for me uh, when I was at college and I was gonna fail out of a class, but he went to a show that I had early, and he said, I think your work is good. I'm not gonna fail you in the class. And he said to me, This is my advice to find an artist whether they be dead or alive and get to know their work so well that you actually can think you know use it as a guide when you're making your art so it's not to be confused by other people's opinions so you know is there an influence you know that has happened because of my artistic experience it would be more like that i decided picasso was somebody i should really get to know <laughs> he was giant, and um, I went to every museum I could. Uh, tried to read as much as I could. Tried to see every picture. It's just incredible because I can go to museums now and see Picassos I've never seen. I mean, I don't know how anybody can make that much work, but you know, to be an artist and then to be in proximity, you know, through museums and books, and just someone like Picasso I mean that's because I'm an artist and that's a person that's not even alive but has been a powerful influence in my life uh I like to think that it's not as important now because I feel like I've been kind of released from my parental influence (laughs) Pollock might have a big impact on me but I I feel like my best work is ahead of me and and that the influences now are really truly internally does that make any sense
0: that does make sense (laughs) i also wanted to know like how does being an artist like impact the other areas of your life because i know you're a pilot as well
1: well you know the older that you get the more you can just keep adding on stuff if you're fortunate and and get inspired by things like i I got my pilot license when I was in my fifties and then I was able to use that for some beneficial things. And, um, uh, let's see, um, let's see, what, can you say that question again? Let me think this through. Cause I had an answer when you so said,
0: my question was how does being an artist impact like the other aspects of your life?
1: Oh, okay. So it's not always positive. And this is something to, to think about when you choose to be an artist like for the most part i didn't have any money in my life and then i was generating some money and had money saved when i was in my 40s but it's a kind of it's a delicate situation uh in our society and i think it had a big influence on why i didn't have kids um i made a commitment to the art it's not always positive but to be as But sometimes, because of not having money, and I mean, having and committed to being an artist, having a family, just I mean, I I didn't know exactly how the rent was going to be paid that month. So it was the last thing. Even when I was married, I mean, we never talked about having children. I married a fellow artist, and so the commitment of being an artist is is it uh, is an incredible experience in retrospect and it takes a commitment that maybe doesn't afford you everything that you could ever dream of but that's just the way it goes so that might be seen as a negative but also as a positive for instance the work as you know that i do in haiti i probably wouldn't have flown down to haiti and taken any personal risk if I was married and had children at the time, because it was too risky. Mm -hmm. And instead, uh, we now have schools with over 300 kids. And so I guess there've been kids in my life as a result of not having kids. So.
0: I was actually gonna, like, speaking of Haiti, I wanted to know a little more about how you came up with the idea and the work you've done over the past years with the kids.
1: With Wings Over Haiti? Wings Over Haiti, yeah well it wasn't really my idea i mean i basically flew down i was flying down to florida when the earthquake hit in 2010 and at least a quarter of a million people died in 10 minutes down there and they weren't allowing large jets with relief efforts from different countries into port au prince because there was just they didn't have the infrastructure to have these giant planes with supplies land So I was flying a Cessna single-engine plane, four-seater, and I decided that, you know, I wanted to help out and do something with my plane. And I was flying down to Florida recreationally, and I made a decision, because each stop after every three hours, I'd refuel, and then I'd see this horror show about Haiti, which I had a real uh, compassion for, because I'd been there many times too. So I decided I was going to fly all the way to Haiti, And see if i can transport medical supplies work with doctors and see how i could help and i was able to do that so that's what happened and that's how it started so i made a decision i got permission to get back into the country um, because they were discouraging any pilots to go to haiti Uh, and then i went down there for about 17 days delivered medical supplies uh and much needed they didn't have anesthesia to do amputations they didn't have surgical saws so i i basically was supplying um, the rural areas with medications and stuff and then people heard about what i was doing and then wings over haiti was a name that was given by a friend of mine here in the hamptons Uh, there were some articles written about me and facebook and stuff was in its early stages back then it sort of took off and then people wanted to help and, and donate money because it was costing a lot just to, for fuel to keep the work I was doing up. And so they, my friend Melissa Berman named Wings Over Haiti. Then they had fundraisers in the Hamptons. And then we try to figure out, so what can we do that's sustainable and helpful in Haiti? And that would be to give kids that can hardly eat and get no education, give them some food, medical attention, and an education. So that's where Wings Over Haiti was born 10 or 12 years ago and that's what we work on now we try to build schools and then give them back to the haitians uh so they can run them with the board of directors that is in our country and we're working on our second school right now so there, there's a full summary
0: <laughs> thank you um well that that's all the questions i have for today but i wanted to know if you have anything else you'd want to add for people to know about yourself and your career work you've done
1: well i'd rather not draw attention to myself i think wings over haiti uh, is a good organization um it's always nice when people want to donate to it so they can see it on wingsoverhaiti.net. and um you know i've enjoyed kind of working with you as an artist as my i guess apprentice last summer was it last 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 summer yeah and you are remarkably talented, and I can't Thank wait to you. see what happens with your career. Thank
0: and you. And I hope you
1: put this in the video, so wherever I'll put, this is going,
0: I'll put this <laughs> see in what
1: the- I think of you. <laughs>